Warning. This podcast may contain adult themes and inappropriate language not suitable for the kids. You've been warned. Well, get ready to be hit by the tech stick. EFTM Tech Cars Lifestyle This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen and Jeff Cotramani EFTM And we may also give you a good spanking with the car and lifestyle <laughs> stick as well In the meantime, Trevor Long joins me Hello Trevor Mate, oh, I don't think anyone appreciated that No, well it just came to me I don't know what I'm going to say until my mouth opens It's great to be here though I don't know what episode it is Does anyone know? 21 21 Oh, happy days. Hello, Jeff. Welcome back to the EFTM Man Cave and the subsequent podcast. Good to be back, boys. It's uh, now three blokes back in charge. Yeah. Well, well, let's be clear. It's two blokes in charge and you're here. After some feedback, I've come back. Feedback from who? Oh, the listeners. Listener. Those that do. There's one, I believe, in Canberra somewhere. He's <laughs> just he's prolific. Gary. Yeah. But then when I questioned him and said he was going to be barred after three strikes, he just backflipped and said, doesn't matter, I'd still listen without... The yeah, pounder. He also said today to me on Twitter, where are we getting a episode this week of this one or Two Blokes Talking Tech? I said, yeah, there'd be an EFTM mm, podcast. Mm. And he said, well, that's fine. One's enough. Oh, that's cool. Oh, really? Thanks for, yeah. thanks for the feedback. So we could just consolidate a bit there, Trev. What, Trev do you want some time? bring Steve in here? No. Because in, we could easily ooh. fit him in. Oh, mate. I was thinking more that I, I can talk tech too. Yeah, no, I don't think we'd... Mate, three Blokes Talking Tech and a car guy? Mate. No, no, no. You, no, keep, no I, keep, think, I think you're missing the point here. Yeah. Keep it at Three. Just, be just keep it at three. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Keep yeah. it at three. Okay. All right. Anyway, we have a lot to get through Good here stuff. on this <laughs> this episode just of the, the EFTM family. podcast. Get in touch wherever you are at EFTM on Twitter. If you're listening on uh, Virgin Airways, send us a screenshot and uh, tweet it to us at EFTM. EFTM. You're listening to the EFTM podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen, and Jeff Contramani. Well, I don't directly follow the game of cricket unless Australia is, you know, a few hours away from winning a game or, you know, you're kind of, I'm kind of a uh, there at the last minute kind of fan. Mm, this too. whole drama, and if you're listening later in the year, oh, I don't know what this will mean to you, but it'll mm. be very interesting to see how this has moved on from then. But mm. the last week has been all about cricket uh, and the outrage of this nation mm. over uh, a few blokes cheating mm. has been overwhelming, mm. like big time. When I woke up one Monday morning, I believe it was, and looked at Twitter mm. and, and saw some of the outrage and watched the subsequent press conference, I was astonished. Mm. I mean, for those two blokes to sit there and be so truthful, but still almost flippant about what they did, I found disturbing. Mm. And then, of course, the outrage continued to build uh, to such a point that we, three or four days later, reached a very serious point in three players' careers. Yeah, they've, been, they've been suspended been sacked, right? for a very long time, most of which his career ending. The young bloke that actually did the bowling and actually did the tampering mm. could easily come back, potentially. Mm. Um, the captain will never be a captain again. Could mm. theoretically come back. Mm. The third bloke, who at the time of recording hasn't even spoken yet, mm. just looks like a goose because he sent out a tweet. Mm. Right. Um, he won't be back because people hate him generally anyway. But yeah. here's the thing. I, I just I think it's amazing how overwhelming this story has been for these few days. It just shows the passion this country has yep. for the game of cricket. It's been a bit much, hasn't it, though? No, mate. I mean, let's be honest, who cares? I guess it's, yes, it's an issue within the sport mm. or within the game, mm. 
but beyond the whatever the rule says you get after ball tampering, mm. I'm, I'm assuming there is this a written coming rule. from a flare-bearing Western Wanderers fan. Mm. Yeah, and that's okay. I mean, because they've had their penalties imposed on them too. It's just it happens. You get penalised. You move on. Whereas this just seems to be dragging. What is it? Four days in. Australian cricket team, mate. It's the it's the most it. important it's sporting team the, in the country. The national sport. They wear no the problem. coat of arms on their cap. Fantastic. Mm. What's the rule? Give them the punishment they deserve. Mm. Move on. I, I don't know what this process is. That literally we we worship these players until they own up mm. to cheating, and then we drag them through the coals and stamp on their heads. I'm like, I don't, I don't understand how this can drag on and how we can just literally, you know, want to burn them at the stake because yeah, they've done something wrong. They've owned up to it. And we just can't stop talking about it. It's like, I get it, but move on. See, I don't understand. They owned up to it because they had to. They were, yeah. they were caught out, and that was the worst thing. Yeah. And there are suggestions they've been involved in doing this in the past. I noticed the England captain, he came out with a pretty interesting tweet and a bit of a statement saying, I don't know why all of a sudden they'd be trying to you know, reverse swing the ball. Um, they seem pretty good at doing that when the conditions wouldn't normally suit, which would indicate to me that he believes he that they'd it. do it, and they were doing it during the Ashes. Series. Right. So there's been all sorts of strange things going on, like Warner wearing a bandage around his hand and disguising his hand, doing all sorts of things. There was a suggestion that sugar being put in pockets turned out to be chewing gum. Wow. Look, I just think, uh, and a lot of cricket fans feel the same, they just take it really personally because you know, the Australian captain mm. traditionally in terms of status in this country has been second to the Prime Minister <laughs> which seems strange and out of context a, yeah, and but it doesn't Alan make sense Border, really Steve Waugh these are people that not only led, led, Benno, led the team yeah. but mm. mate they're, they're, it is it is the most important position in sport mm. in Australia mm. I understand and that. he sat there and said oh yeah we cheated as, mm. a, leadership, as, a, as a leadership team mm. but here's the other thing right I think it's very interesting now looking back on it, which is why I think it's interesting mm. if you're listening to this on a virgin plane or something in mm. three months from now, lo- genuinely love to know where the thought process is right now because now four days on, mm. um, we watched Bancroft and Smith with very emotional, mm. like the most emotional press conferences I've seen in a very long time, mm. right. opened their hearts. And, they, and to, be, to their credit, didn't just statement and walk out, took questions. Mm. Um, Steve Smith was just... It raw, you know. To this- see the Australian captain cry, not because he's retiring, no, literally because he had disgraced himself. Pure emotion. Mm. It just made it makes us all look back, and you can see now there's mm. a lot of backflipping going on, mm. right? No doubt on Twitter. I'm talking mm. about average Joes, right. who call for their heads and now go, oh, he should play again because he's amazing. But mm. like oh, there, really? there's a the, you know there's a line to be drawn. How how much of that do we do we take on mm. board? But mm. I just I look at it and I go, I still think that actually the problem here is James Sutherland. Mm. He here's the thing. He wasn't even watching the match. Mm. He's the boss of Cricket Australia and wasn't watching the game because when he had his pre- press press he said, oh, we woke up this morning to this. I'm like, dude, you should have seen it happen. <laughs> Shouldn't he have been there? I mean, I know they nah. travel 10 months of the year, I guess. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the, the CEO can be there, but yeah. Doesn't he, watch the game. someone should have rung him. Yeah. Like, one of his minions should have rung him and said, mate, wake up. There's a problem. As soon as they saw yeah. Darren Lehman on the walkie-talkie yeah. going, what the F is going on so out there? So he gets up like 12 hours after mm. the event, stands in front of the media and goes, we don't know anything. We're sending two blokes over to mm. check it out. No, no, mate. No, mm. mate. What mm. you do is you say, listen, 
They've yeah. made a startling admission. Mm. You stand up and say, thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Mm-hmm. I, with everyone else, yeah. am shocked and mm. disappointed mm. in what I've seen thus far. Mm. What I can say without having had a full investigation is these players involved will be immediately suspended mm. for the next match mm. until pending the investigation, and those suspensions will be drawn out for as long as we deem possible once we determine the actual incident. Mm. So you know what? That's all he had to say. And actually, the whole focus would have been on, okay, so yeah. how long is it going to be? And uh, but it, mate, it took two days for him to get on a plane and go over there. Yeah, it's it's crisis management fail. Well, it's it's a leadership fail, right? I mean, yeah. and well, it's a whole ownership that, yeah, I mean, they're the players, but the, the bosses, the coaches, they must be the ones first up saying, okay, make a statement. They were shell shocked. How how long's the flight over there to Cape Town? Then Joe, I, I think it's fifteen hours. hour. Yeah, must be. You'd want Wi-Fi on board, wouldn't you? <laughs> you'd <hope laughs> do a bit of work it. on the way there, <laughs> mate. Could you imagine it. that flight though, for oh, Steve Smith? Yeah, I know. It's it's really right. sad. I mean, he had his father next to him at the press conference. It's just almost hysterical at one point. Uh, but look, they deserve what they get. I don't know. Twelve months is pretty heavy. Is there any? Can you think of an example of? I guess that same same style of of uh, Crime mm. in sport, cheat like cheating is a pretty big deal, right? Lance Armstrong, mm. right? He's a cheat. Oh, well, that was one of the that biggest of all time. Blokes yeah. a cheat. Yeah, full yeah. stop. It's cheat. The Olympics with Ben Six Johnson. Times I think he was. Mm. That was so huge. Olympians, you know, mm. they get a two-year ban, mm. don't they, from mm. the Olympics? The Russian side in general. <laughs> yeah. Um, now the problem is in in cricket, the ball tampering mm. um, punishment is a couple of matches. Yeah, exactly. Right. So right. this is the problem: is people now saying punishment for crime. Da da People like Alan Jones are saying, yeah. hang on a minute, Whoa, nine months, 12 months is ridiculous. Yeah. Let's just go into the, the yeah. history here. So should should Australians hold them to a higher standard? Because they're essentially being held to a higher standard mm. than the rules. Because Greg over here, Jeffy boy, Jeff. reckons you should mm. just go, rightio, what's the punishment? What was the crime? What's the punishment? Move on. Open the rule book. Done. Mm. Well, the International Cricket um, Council basically gave him a one-match suspension, yeah. and that was it. And, and there's a the history was... of this happening. Okay. I mean, they've used mints to try and make the ball a little bit more polished wow. and all sorts of, of things like that. Plenty of players have been caught ball tampering. But it's right? the stigma attached. For this particular nation, it's different. I just think there's a stigma attached to it that we're just we're so insulted as a nation. Australia is not they, a nation of cheats, right? That's I think, exa- well, no, Jeff, we're not. To your point, mm. I reckon the open the book, find the find the crime, mm. hand out the punishment. That's yeah. done, right? Mm. It was it was a one match. Okay, but what they're being fined for is what we commonly know as bringing the sport into disrepute. Mm. Okay, because they're cheats. Yeah, and, fair enough. And that is not what we expect of our players. So mm. essentially, they're being they're being uh, fined. They're mm. being punished yep. for not the ball tampering, but mm. for bringing the sport into disrepute, which is what they've done. Fair and game. Fair game. Big dollars involved. A couple of sponsors have pulled out. Millions like sponsors of dollars. Of the whole cricket, like the cricket team. Imagine not- what Qantas think. I mean, there's that press conference that got Qantas logos everywhere and they're mm. admitting they cheated. Oh, you know, no. lucky it wasn't the entire team, otherwise Qantas would be gone, I'm tipping. Mm. You know, imagine well, Magellan, how much that the, is the major sponsor of the domestic test yeah. series has pulled out. The $20 million over several years. Big and time. I, I, yeah, you know, okay. the TV rights still potentially, they might have shaved they'll, 100 mil off that they'll potentially. They'll shave a couple of hundred mil off that. Yeah, you know, it's big, big coin and there's a lot involved. But anyway, look... It's all come to a head, as you probably know if you're listening months in advance. Mm. I'm just trying to think about the the last big outrageous thing that we all got hysterical about that eventually just blew over and we don't even think about these days in terms of the 24-hour mm. news cycle. There's been plenty of them this year. There's always some sort of drama on Twitter. Yeah. But this this will stick in people's minds. Oh. They still talk about the underarm incident in New Zealand 37 years legal. later. Or in Australia at the MCG against New Zealand, which was legal, but against the spirit of the game. 
See, who, who was that poor bloke? He was um, Trevor Chappell. Because he's been coming out saying, you know, it'll, that drama basically ruined his life. Ruined yeah, his marriage. Them, you know, he, and, he lives in a rundown three-bedroom home in North Ryden, basically just coaches random yeah. sides. It's a pretty tragic and story. That, and, and for me, that's that's the concern, is the amount of stuff going online and in the media. Oh, yeah. You worry about these players coming back mm. and what's going to happen to their lives. Well, I mean, how, how bad can it I get? I think just finally, I, th- mm. I saw a message, I can't remember who it was, but it was someone big time, uh, kind of said tonight, you know what, having watched now Steve Smith, which most mm. people did, mm. um, it's quite likely that in 12 months, mm. when he is welcome back to the mm. team, mm. because you you have to hope that if he's suspended for a period of time, that he's not then black banned forever, right? Mm. Yeah. The whole point of a suspension. Mm. Now, you don't want to be captain again. Mm. When he comes back, big chance, standing ovation, welcome back, now move on kind of thing. You you know, I, think so. that's, I think that, to, to Australia's credit, Despite the fact that this has been a you know nightmare and a witch hunt, mm. I think to our credit we will welcome him back with open arms because he's he's proven to be quite remorseful. Mm. Well, let's I just hope so. he has the form. I mean, after twelve months out of the game, there's no guarantee he'll just be a walk up start either. That's true. He's one of the world's best batsmen, of course. But anyway, time will tell. Shane Warne got suspended for twelve months for taking a diuretic of all things. Really? Yes. How did he get suspended? He for blamed taking his mother at the diuretic time. Diuretic like a laxative. It was like yeah, yeah, it was a way of losing weight quickly, and it's one of the banned substances. So it happened to one of our greatest spin bowlers. But uh, being, turned the, out okay. being the legend he is, they just sort of we just all overlooked it. Claude okay. <laughs> Wardy, he's a crazy cat. There's no dramas for him, right? <laughs> he got months, though. It was a long time, wasn't it? Good uh, holiday. Good holiday. But there it is. The cricket crisis that, well, stopped that, the nation for four it days, did. didn't it? Part of it. This is the EFTM podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen, and Jeff Quattromani. Jeff, I don't know if you had a chance to catch my review of the brand new Hyundai i30N. I did. I had discussions with people about your article. Good discussions, bad what sort discussions, skeptical discussions. Are you got friends? Cynical no, discussions. <laughs> the other circle. Um, so, <laughs> can you name five? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, I was talking to I was talking to them about because um, you did a you did a great review on, on on EFTM about it, and Top Gear also released a review today as well. Clarkson wrote one. No, it was the Top Gear bloke. Oh, well, Clarkson has done one. He did one. Probably. Yeah, it's a good read, actually. And and, and they put it up against the GTI. Mm. And for me, that's a Well, this fascinating... must be internationally because you Correct. still... Yeah, okay, right. But it's a fascinating comparison yeah. to do. Yeah. Because price-wise, the, the i30N is cheaper. Mm. But then the GTI, I don't know, it's, it's European. It's mm. got it's got the interior, which I don't know. I haven't seen the inside of the i30, but mm. I'm thinking it's a little more premium. Mm. But then it's got DSG as well. Mm. I, I'm, I, I can't lean the manual way. Mm. So I'm, we're trying to look at both these cars going, you know, Five grand difference. Mm. Oh, it's tough. Well, the N, the i30N is quicker in a straight line. I can tell you that. It's bizarre, mate. It's what they've done is incredible. I mean, they've launched their performance division, the N brand. So this mm. is like BMW's M, Holden's HSV, Mercedes AMG. But mate, they haven't relied on any other part suppliers than internally. Like they're not using Brembo brakes. They're using their own N-branded brakes. All the technology in the car is their own creation. Mm. And what I've driven throughout the Alpine region of New South Wales and Victoria and at the Winton Motor Raceway where the V8s race, I think, in May, there's a round in May, is a car that is spectacular. And I honestly believe it can take on the world. I really do. I mean, if you're a brand snob, you really need to put that aside that's the challenge, momentarily and go and yeah. have a crack at one. The fact that it is a manual is a good thing in my mind. If you're going to do a proper hot hatch, you need a manual. Right. I mean, it would be interesting. I mean, I did miss the paddle shifters through some of the really, really twisty bits through the Alpine regions because a manual can be difficult to operate when you're having a really spirited drive, and we certainly were. Good. But it's got automatic rev matching. You can flick a button on the wheels so that'll 
blip the throttle to help you uh, maintain the revs as you exit corners, things mm-hmm. like that. It's got all the amazing trick suspension, adaptive suspension. The interior is nowhere near a match for a GTI, but a huge step up, which is the case when it comes mm-hmm. to Hyundai's and, and Kia's in general these days. But it's got it's front wheel drive, just yeah. like the Golf, um, and it's far more powerful, 202 kilowatts. So you'd expect that to be a problem. We always talk about front wheel drive cars and rear wheel drive cars. It's got this tricky um, electric um, diff at the front, which is a sports diff, which yeah. really, really does help. I was with a driver from another public publication who was vastly superior to me as a driver. Sure. And he he was blown away by this car's ability, not just to go straight ahead through a corner and, and have a lot of torque steer. Yeah. It's that clever. And it, it's just... It's a winner, Jeff. I'm telling you, You're it a big really fan. is. They're going to have supply issues. It's big in Germany. Yep. There's only 300 in the country at the moment, and right across Europe, they're, they're taking uh, various dealerships are taking huge orders for them. Mm. Mate, we'll get we'll get one in a couple of weeks. You need to learn how to drive a manual. I've got to say, I'll just be passenger, mate. I don't mind. <laughs> you don't mind. I really, for me, I just want to. I want to touch it. You know, whenever I see any car, I want to feel what the materials are like. Mm. I want to feel quality. Yeah. And you know, like that that thud when you close the door. That those sort of things for me are always okay. Have I got a quality car here? Well, the i thirty is very European as it is. I yeah. mean, you know, there's BMW designers involved and all th- sorts of things like they that. They hired a guy from BMW, didn't they? They did. Yeah. yeah. One of the chief designers and a dynamics bloke as well. So mm. you'd expect. So price well. again? Price again from thirty nine nine ninety. You can get oh, a luxury man. pack for three thousand, which will give you things like rain sensing wipers. So and on the road, you're, you're at least things. at thirty five with a bit of extra in it. It's forty five. Yeah, it's and there's a five grand uh, premium on top of the luxury pack if you want a panoramic sunroof, no, which we didn't get the chance to experience down there. You don't need that sort of kit. Forty five thousand dollars for two hundred two kilowatts, yeah. and it's got an overboost function as well so in terms of torque. Price wise, and we can't. We're not comparing it we can't compare it yet to, mm. to other cars like the GTI but just right. price and spec mm. wise mm. um, what, what is in that space GTI obviously GTI yeah. like Renault and you got the Ford Focus RS um, Maga- the no, Megane no, no Clio probably Clio probably RS. the Clio yeah, yeah I guess the Clio will be there as well um, and then um, there's, there's things European which aren't hatchbacks like the M2 but the M2 no, is a far more I mean it's 260 kilowatts so you yeah. can't compare the two Yeah. Um, but that's about it to be honest I mean you know the, what about what about in the Japanese sort of market? Type R, probably type, too expensive. The Civic Type R, and I haven't driven one, I must say, mm. is a bit more expensive and is phenomenal, I believe. It's supposed to be quite good, yeah. If you want to stray away from hatches, there's other options, I guess, like WRXs and things like that. Mm. But it, uh, it's got this end button. So you, you push the end button and yep. it gives the exhaust this. It's a manufactured noise, not through the speakers internally, but it literally barks and growls like nothing else I've heard before in that sort of category. We, we even had some motorcyclers who were making their way to South Australia through the Alpine region pull up alongside us at Roadworks and go, what is this? Really? What? How is it producing this noise? How have Hyundai done this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, mate, when you grab the wheel, it feels like a sports steering wheel should. It sits flat no matter how hard you push it. And let me tell you, we were doing 150, 160 k's an hour on the Winton yep. Raceway down the straight. And the, the brakes don't fade. Well, these things were, were thrashed all day for That's hours awesome. in 32-degree heat. Which and is important because they're not Brembo's, right? Not need, Brembo's. Need to know they've done mm. that well. And they're offering a track warranty. A five-year unlimited K track warranty, provided you're not competitive and racing hard. So which means you can't sign up to a, a fun race day, but you can sign yeah. up to yeah. pay your dollars to go on to a motorsport mm. 
track, yep. track down. and just fang the hell out Absolutely of it without racing thrash people. It. Even put your own slicks on so you can change the tyres if you and want. that's warranted. And the Pirelli P0s it comes with are actually unique um, to this particular car. They've got their own compound. It's designed. They did a lot of testing at the Nürburgring and, and plenty of testing here in Australia as well. Mm. And that's and it's really benefited from the Australian testing, which is things like Holden do that. Yeah, yeah. And, but a lot of brands don't necessarily. Mm. But Kia and Hyundai really do invest in local tuning. I love it. Um, I would. I actually said in the video review, which we'll publish at some point, that I'd buy one. Fair enough. I often say that. I if, would if honestly you were buy a one. Hatch. If I was after a hot hatch yeah. and, you know, dollars for kilowatts, it's a hard match. We won't know for a few weeks until you get it uh, back here, mm. but do you think it's going to be an okay daily almost, driver? I almost did get it back here. I almost missed the flight at Albury. I was going to drive it straight <laughs> back to Sydney. It's a perfectly cable every right. day, just so, like the i30s. It sits a little bit lower. So mm. It's a manual. That, manual. That's, that's the first that's thing. That's the only thing but holding you aside back. Aside from that... Standard Apple CarPlay, 8-inch screen. It's got all the safety features you need, like autonomous emergency braking. You don't miss out on any real safety features just because you don't pay a premium. That's good. The, the luxury pack is not necessarily worth it, you know, with suede inserts in the seats and yeah. things like that, rain-sensing wipers, which is a bit annoying, missing out on that at that price. Yeah, true. Um, mate, I, I try not to read everyone else's reviews, but you, read Jeremy Clarkson's review. Okay. He, he half-pie bags it. He's saying, you know, this is a Hyundai. It's amazing. But it'll probably break at some point in the future, <laughs> but then gave it four stars. Yeah. Yeah, he was completely blown away by it. And that's it. I mean, they they will apply the M badge to other makes and models, probably mm. like the Loster um, at some point into the future. Time will tell how it fares in the future, I guess. Mm. I'm I'm, I'm staggered by this. I mean, this year, and I guess in the last six months, if I use it properly, Mm. Kia Stinger, Mm. this car, I mean, these other makers coming in Mm. and just taking everyone else on with a a performance model, Mm. it's it's really exciting. That's good. That's good times. Variety, that's what it's all about. We need it. Great stuff. Read the full review at EFTM.com. This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen and Jeff Cotramani. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Trend Micro. If you're looking for home network security, they've got a great little box. It's called Trend Micro Home Network Security. Now, what it does is it protects every device in your home. So it's actually protecting your smart TV. It's protecting your kids' iPods. It's protecting your PlayStation, your Xbox. Things that you can't install antivirus or internet security on are being protected. And they're also, uh, you can install a filter. So the two threats are threats coming into your home through uh, attacks or, or um, you know, malicious individuals trying to, you know, get into your smart home devices and the other threat is you know your kids getting onto content you don't want them to see you can put parental controls on devices like smart tvs and xboxes that you couldn't do without a little box like trend micro home network security check it out uh, at the big retailers trend micro home network security EFTM. this is the eftm podcast, EFTM podcast. some would say bowen mm. you can uh, you can have too much retro yes I would argue that's not the case. I've been uh, mucking around with this guy here. This is a Commodore 64. Now, this, not exactly, because this is the modern version. This was my first computer. Mm. It was a Commodore 64. Do you remember the Nintendo came out two years ago with a, an entertainment system and then yeah. the yep. Super Nintendo entertainment system? A lot of hype, sold out, all those kind of things. And I was excited about it. I, I wrote about the stories. We did it on the Today Show. But it didn't inspire me because I never had one. 
right. right? Never had a Nintendo as a kid. I had a Commodore. When this was announced, I'm like, wait a minute. The nostalgia. So this little thing here, 150 bucks, mm. looks like a Commodore 64, has HDMI out yep. and a US, micro USB power in and two USBs. Um, it has built into it 64 games, mm. one of which I haven't actually counted, but either one of which or the 65th thing it does is it's a Commodore 64. You can plug a keyboard into it because the physical mm. keyboard on this thing is just for show. It doesn't mm. work. But you can plug a normal keyboard in right. and you know run basic. You can type and program and run basic program and, yeah. and actually launch things the way you would there. Okay. I was showing the kids you know, how to make graphics appear on the screen, how to make sounds appear. It's mm. complex, but it's also how I mucked mm. around the very first time with code. Mm. 150 bucks for 64 games, uh, plug into your big screen TV and just use it. It's awesome. Like It's so good that anyone that owned a Commodore 64, and this is the market, right? It's, mm. you know, you're 30 plus, you're, frankly, you're 40 to 50 because you owned a Commodore 64 in the 80s. Mm. Right. And 150 bucks is nothing to you because, you know, you spend that on whatever stupid thing you do every mm. month out of your pay. Yep. 150 bucks, you're going to have a great, um, you know, six months mucking around with it. So this is actually what I was, I was about to ask about who their target audience is. It's obviously people who are just... It's, it's me, you know, it's one. people that had one and want to play California games or winter games again because yeah. they were fun games to play as a kid. But how, how were the kids when you showed them this? Were they Did they like the games or is it just not impressive anymore? Oh, to be clear, haven't set it up in the lounge room for them sure. to muck around with, literally just turned it on, got it working for the Today Show... They love the idea of it. They love looking at it. Okay. They love playing with a joystick. Because this is the thing, too. Joysticks don't exist anymore, right? Yeah, true. I've got a big fangle one here for mm. like flight simulators and stuff, but you mm. don't play a joystick on an Xbox. That's true. So it's a very different thing. The kids looked at it and they wanted to play with it. I've got an old original Commodore 64, and I was playing Le Mans on that with, remember, paddles? I don't know if you yeah, remember yeah, them, but yeah. you, know, you twist the dial to, to oh, drive right. them. They were super keen, super interested. So, you know... The thing is, Xbox is amazing. Mm, for sure. And the kids love playing Xbox, but they also just want to play games. And mm. most of the stuff these days is going into, you know, boring, cartoony style anyway. Mm. So why not bring back the retro? I yeah. think you raised the point somewhere in the media, on television perhaps, that uh, games are almost a little too realistic these yeah. days. So it's good back to slip back into that mode. But look, having not had one growing up, but no. uh, a couple of my friends had one, they were about 500 bucks at the time. Yeah. They weren't cheap. You're kidding. I've got to say, looking at the games today, they're crap. Oh, yeah, they're rubbish. <laughs> Look at the MotoGP game. You just got a straight rubbish. line. No, it does turn. Does it turn? After a while, the, the, after a while yeah, it starts after a while to turn. It turns, yeah. <laughs> it's, isn't, it, isn't it the road that turns? The yeah. bike stays in the middle? The yeah, bike stays yeah. in the middle. That's yeah. right. It just yeah. stays in the middle. Did this, was this the console or, or system that had Leisure Suit Larry? Y- yes. You yeah. Could, uh, that and the Amiga 500. I don't know if it came out of the Commodore 64, but yes, Leisure Suit Larry That's was a it. crazy game. I remember the name. Leisure I don't Suit know Larry and the Land of the Lounge Lizards. Yeah. You you, right. you played the game without a joystick. You played with typing. Now That's right, yeah. I'll be honest. There was another game. I remember my brother had mm. called Girl Farm, mm. Girl which, Farm. <laughs> which had no graphics. I remember that. It was purely text. <laughs> text. You just typed, you know, do this, go there, yeah. do this, go there, and you... And what, you, you had feedback via text? The, yeah, yeah. It, just, it was like narrated. It was like mm. reading a book and the extra paragraph would come after you completed the, right. the adventure. Mm. With Lizard Suit Larry in the Land of the Lounge Lizards, right. you would say, um, walk to door. And it would walk. To, the guy would walk to the door. Yeah. He would say, "Open the door." He would say, "The door is locked." Yeah. He'd say, uh, "Unlock it." He'd say, "You don't have a key." You'd yeah. say, "Knock three times," and the guy would open the door and say, "What's the password?" You say, "The password." You, you had to get through That's the game, yeah. so you'd have to go somewhere else, find out the password to get in there, and then yeah. you had to go through the bar. You had to find the secret door. You had to go upstairs. You had to find the hooker, and there was things you had to do. Wow! Like it was okay. a crazy game. I've right? been playing so that when fun. I was probably eight or nine. I mean, 89, 90, mm. I guess. Mm. Me and my good friend Carlos living over at Narara, you'd hide up in the bed. 
bedroom game. How good's this game? This is like those magazines almost. Yeah, except <laughs> like, the graphics weren't like there was appalling. It was yeah. it was like you look at these drawings the kids did here. That's about as good as the graphics yeah, were, right? It yeah. was just it was awful. But yeah. do you know what? That the the adventure of Legend Street Larry in the Land, mm. Land of the Lounge Lizards was the a great the lounge lizards, great right. thing, okay. and we miss that now. Yeah. I mean, there's a bit of it. I don't, you wouldn't mm. have played Skylanders, but mm. I watch my kids playing things like Skylanders, mm. and there is still in a there's an adventure to follow, mm. um, but it's more you know walk here, walk there, open this, do that. It's, mm. yeah, it's yeah. the concept's still there, but mm. I actually think there's some merit in that, which is why I think these are popular. But I think my my original question is the one thing I'm interested in your feedback on now that I've told you about this device. But do you think we'll ever not love retro in some way? Like, do you think there's always a market for retro mm. going forward? Mm. Even you know, in 20 years from now, will we have a retro? Or, I don't know iPhone. I, I, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's always made to tug on someone's heartstring and yeah. create a product. Well, look at car enthusiasts. I mean, hello. Yeah. My, my cousin in particular, he's got a garage full of old Corollas, of all things. He collects Corollas, yeah, right. which is incredible. Oh, wow. it's so, across the road, got some Datsuns. It's, has yeah. It, yeah, see, I love all that sort of stuff. So, of course, there's always a market. I mean, look at mm. the vinyl records and turntables. They're, they're coming back. Is there something from your childhood you can remember at a, at a, at a whim without question, without Game notice Boy. that you would... Hmm. Game Boy? That came back out recently, didn't as well? Oh, I don't know, but I yeah. mean... There's there's actually an iPhone case I think you can get that has a Game Boy on the back of it. There might be one right in front. Well, of he's you. just produced one right yeah, here in the man cave. I bought this on Instagram. Are you serious? There it is. I saw this on Instagram. Now, to no, be honest, I saw it on the Today Show. That's why. To be honest, it's rubbish. Um, it's I not can't a proper quite, Game Boy. Yeah. No, it's not a proper Game Boy, but it looks like it. But there's um, somewhere here where you got to kind of click through the games, and there's there's several different games. They're like all alphabetical. Is that Tetris? There's no manual that came with it. One of them is Tetris. If I could find out which one was Tetris, I would just play it. I think you're playing Snake. it. No, because then you hit you hit start and you got to play it. Oh, it's it's just a bit of fun if you found it. But hmm. you know that's on the back of your phone. Yeah. Like, that's, that's pretty, pretty cool. cool. See, I love that sort of stuff. It's 50 that's bucks. Great. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, for me, I, I love all this retro stuff, and I love to replay old games, mm. but I don't want to have to buy another device for it. I always feel like, you know, I've, if I've got an Xbox, find a way to bring the old games to that, to that so, console. So then... It's a convenience I, thing for me. Like, every game on the Commodore 64 mm. could be built by an app developer in two minutes, probably, yeah. and put on the iPhone. Yeah. So the question is, are they better off... Um, spending all the money tooling, building, and engineering this thing, or are they better off just going? You know what? For thirty bucks, mm. like w- I wonder if I would pay what what amount I would pay for those sixty-four games in an app mm. on Abs- an iPhone. And this and this is where I sort of get to is say Sega for example, or whoever made Donkey Kong and Mario. Sega World. Alex Kidd in it, Wonderland. It, imagine if imagine if they came to the app store and charged you two bucks yeah. for Donkey Kong. Yeah. I'm I'm on it. Yeah, but Mario did that, that, didn't they? The Super Mario but run or whatever they it built. It wasn't it wasn't the same game. They brought oh, in they brought sort of this, this boring version of it. And I think if they brought those retro games back to iOS or, yeah. and and Android, wow, there's there's the real market where it's it's ongoing. It's not I need to buy another device, I've already got it. Yeah, they should bring back the typewriter. But have it hooked up to a computer. I'm pretty sure you can get them. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. I remember my For grandma iPads. using one growing up. They were fantastic with the ribbon, the ink ribbon. And they even had a, like a whiteout function, some of them. Yeah, it, was, it had to be pretty modern for yeah. it to get the whiteout yeah. function. It was a separate ribbon. Bit That's fancy. what it was too. Mm. Yeah. It was a separate ribbon. Ding! And then you had to press the... You had to, had yeah. on, on, a, on a traditional one, you had to go to the end of the yeah. bell. That's when you come in close to the end. You had like three characters left. Put a hyphen yeah. in and then and go back to the start. People who grew up with typewriter still type in a certain way. Literally with two yeah. fingers. Tap, tap, tap. Yeah, journos. Andrew Moore. Plenty of journos still example. type that way. Yeah, Because yeah, you couldn't touch type, you know? They, they'd no, literally know. write yeah. the copy with a, a piece of uh, one of those 
what do they call it? Typewriters. But that's, you know, think about we're, we're digressing, but yeah. newspapers, yeah. Uh, I remember I did work experience at the Sydney Morning Herald yeah. and not at the time, but they still had the ability mm. to, you know, lay out the mm. paper. Mm. Uh, right. You know, someone would type it and it, they would they would have the blocks, mm. so the letter blocks would mm. be placed into that's a page right. yeah. onto a big mm. print press mm. and it would be printed that stamped. way. I mean, it was wow. yeah. stamped. It yeah. was serious. Wow. That's, why, that's why it didn't look yeah. uniform. There was bits that yeah. were slightly out and stuff. It's, you know, it's full on what I remember when on. colour used to be the big innovation in newspapers. Remember, they never used to put photos the size they do now. Oh, now exactly. the whole front cover's a photo. Yeah, exactly. Oh, right. Good times. Bring it all back. No. No, 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 uh, no problem with retro then, boys? Not Look, really. I'm, I, I, I'm just not attached to the C64. But, so what, um, game, yeah. what, what game were you then? Um, I was a Sega Master System, and that had Alice mm. Kid in Wonderland built in. Right. So then, so they had the well, they had the SNES, Super Nintendo Entertainment yeah, System. Yeah, yeah. No, the, the Nintendo Entertainment System. Then they had the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Yep, yep. Now we've got the Commodore 64. You're saying if they bring out a Sega or Sega Master System, mm. you're in. I probably would have a crack at that. <coughs> okay. Some good Sonic the Hedgehog. One of the great games. Do you remember Sega World at Darling Harbour? Yeah. Oh, yeah. they demolished it now. It's a Commonwealth Bank. Commonwealth Bank now. Mate, Did that was the first ever nightclub I went to. They used to have an underage nightclub there. I remember that. Going on, yeah. But I everyone used to get to on the drink. I don't understand what was led going you on. into Club Troppo. Oh, please, I don't want to talk about Club Troppo. EFTM. EFTM. This is the EFTM podcast. EFTM podcast. So I uh, just got back from Chicago. Um, <laughs> Welcome back, champion. You know it was great. Yeah. You literally was, just got back. Yeah, literally yeah. this morning. I don't know um, how you do it. I'll be asleep. Got on the plane. Yeah. I don't talk to people, no. as you well know. Mm-hmm. Um, lady next to me, clearly struggling with something. I can't remember what it was. Right. She was trying to find something, and I said, it's in the amenities kit. Um, mm. I'm just pointing that out to her. Mm. Um, she's trying to find... She's looking through it. I'm like, you lost something? She's trying to find the earphones. Went, the earplugs. Went, there they are there. Mm. She right. goes, no, no, the ones you listen to me. I went, no, they're here. Yeah. Like, I showed oh. her how to do everything yeah. in the seat, right? And this was in business. <clears throat> yeah. She's mm. struggling in business. She was like 80 years old. Send her back. I, Send her back. Back to economy. If you can't, if you can't be, listen, be you professional. Don't this class, go anyway, back. Lovely lady, Dutch yeah. accent, yeah. Uh, living in Florida. Right. Family in Sydney. So he spoke to. He actually did speak to her. Mate, then. three minutes. Then yeah. I put the headphones on. <laughs> three minutes. You got a lot out of her. Yeah. It was, this is a thirteen-hour, fifty-five flight. Yeah. I've fallen asleep before takeoff. Yeah. Nice. I've woken up forty-five minutes out of Sydney. Yeah. Oh, that's the. Are best. you serious? And she, she's that's looked at me. Best. She's looked at me and gone, "You sleep a lot." Yeah. And I've gone, "Yeah." Wow. <laughs> that's I the best. Never sleep before takeoff because if, if I'm going to go down, I want, don't want to be asleep. I want to see where we're going, what we're really? going to hit. Yeah. No, I've, I've yeah, I don't think you'll before. see what you're going to hit, I want mate. To brace, brace, brace. I really? think that'd wake you up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I can tell Brace. you it does because I've had the experience of sitting in the passenger seat of a car asleep and have oh. have someone yell, "Oh, it's on!" That wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, it was. You hit a kangaroo. Yeah, I did. Anyway, so I was coming back from Chicago. The reason I told that story, um, where I went to a school in Chicago, not dangerous at all. Well, this is spring break. Go on. Um, where hmm. Apple were holding an event. Now, hmm. the event was clearly about education. It said that on the invitation. Hmm. Uh, and for me, it's one of those things where you go, what is it going to be? What's going to be announced? Mm. Um, you know, spend a lot of time speculating. You can listen to Two Blokes Talking Tech to hear all that rubbish. But mm. essentially, they had to talk about coding because they're big on it. Yep. They, they have a strong uh, classroom application for teachers using mm. uh, iPads for kids. And so I'm thinking new iPad is obvious. And yeah. I did I did say, and it's on the record in Two Blokes Talking Tech, I thought they should release a new iPad at the cheap version, $469 mm. one, um, which I've got. That's what you're using there, Bowen. But right. it doesn't have Apple Pencil support. Sure. Right. So bring the Apple Pencil to the iPad and that's why the invitation was kind of written in a callig- calligraphy style yeah, way yeah. Mm. so 
like come on stage and firstly before the announcement um, very weirdly we, we all got a personal email with a, an itinerary which uh, said you know announcement mm-hmm. and then class you go to this classroom this classroom and it, which gave us a time normally the uh, these things could go an hour they could go two hours mm. you know it's clearly going to be a one hour announcement okay. which also sets a precedent during the show because you're getting into 45 minutes in and you're like well there's not going to be another announcement you wouldn't announce something new now mm. right 15 minutes to go so then you know, they brought all these teachers on stage to talk about how they use Apple products in the classroom it was great good insight Mm-hmm. They announced one iPad, um, but I left pretty deflated, to be honest, because I wanted more. I wanted it's not a lot, is it? I wanted a, a you know, I flew to Chicago. I wanted it's a, a long way to go. Yeah. <clears throat> I wanted a new Mac. I wanted an iPhone. Oh, honestly, during the thing, I'm sitting there talking to Fennec, going, mate, I don't have enough here for a Today mm. Show spot. Mm. I'm booked to go on the Today Show like four mm. hours from now. And just talking about an iPad. An iPad? <laughs> struggle. So I ended up talking about the Huawei P20, which was announced mm. at the same time. Oh, yeah, could I just? Just briefly, you know, why yeah. not? And we'll mm. talk about Facebook. So essentially, you know, one of those things, oh, there wasn't enough to go on. Mm. Um, but Education was was a big focus. Um, I think it's fascinating that that they're that that passionate about it, and it's great. But my biggest problem, and you'll experience this in the years ahead, both of you, schools don't have money. Mm. <laughs> like mm. my my kids' school uh, is pretty good, goes mm. well. Mm. It's not like you know the place is falling down. We raise a lot of money every year through the PNC. Uh, we have right. a big mm. spring fair, you know, carnival rides and things. And I think they raise you know fifty thousand. It's a lot of money, right? Yeah. Um, then we do little fundraising things. We got a color run. The kids are going to run around the park and mm. throw, you know they do that water mm. and the color and it's stuff. A thing. Yeah. You know, oh, EFTM's chipped in. We're sponsors. A lot mm. of local groups are sponsors. There's enough money to buy things, right? Yep. They want to buy something. They fundraise mm. for it. I thought about it. I thought if you buy 30 iPads at, you know, $469, that's like $18,000, right? Less, but yeah, about fifteen. Four sixty nine plus an Apple Pencil is what I was thinking, right? Yeah, okay. Because what's the point? Yeah. Right. Um, oh, mate, there's no one, there's no public school that's got $18,000. Mm. And also, there's no public school that has the ability to say to their parents, you must bring an iPad in. Mm. But as soon as you have a one, some haves and has nots, you change the education system. So True. I think it's great, but I, I think it's a bit elitist, actually, is, is where I'm at right now. And I'll write about this next week because I kind of feel like it's great innovation. Mm. It's great the stuff they're doing with education but until we can get one in every classroom every every student yeah i don't know how it makes a massive impact on life because my kids school still wow. got a little little computer lab with mm. you know crappy mm. little uh, lenovos that are you know probably three hundred dollars and yeah. logged onto the corporate network and that's and that's probably the, the, the thing i was going to ask is is it fair to ask parents to buy their kids a laptop or to have a computer at home because the question becomes, well, do I need to buy my son an iPad or a computer? Because it can't be both. No, because financially it becomes that's even very harder. clear. So my, there's no. So what happens at the start of every school year? You get a what they call a book list. Yeah, it's just the old name for it. But yep. which books you have to buy? But it's you know buy this glue, buy this glue mm. stick, buy these mm. pencils. And in high school, predominantly, yep. I've not seen it primary school in public space. Mm. But even in a public high school, they'll say and a laptop which must meet this criteria and to be honest the laptop should meet the criteria that's like $300 you should be able to buy the HP stream $300 Mm. but your kid's going to get hassled because it's a HP stream and mm. it's not a Lenovo whatever but you know in the end some parents can only afford certain things yeah. but no there's there's rarely a case where you have to buy both a tablet and a laptop mm-hmm. but I'm just saying that even even to buy a $469 iPad mm. um, at a primary school level it's not going to happen and that's where the the, the, cu- the, the the crux of this education stuff needs to happen you know <laughs> kids that yeah, age yeah. need need the education not bloody uh, high school kids yeah. high school kids are getting devices and their their parents are spending nearly a thousand dollars on more okay. on them mm. and they're doing that in year six and they're hoping to get through to maybe I say to parents who asked me that time you've got to get this thing mm. through to year 10 
you know, and then yeah, get them something yeah. new at year 11 and 12. And by the way, it's not going to be a hand-me-down to your next few kids. Mm-hmm. So get ready to save for it and whatnot. Yeah. So great device. New Apple Pencil for the... For the well, not new Apple Pencil, but Apple Pencil capabilities. But, you know, a bit of a meh moment in terms of the overall announcements, unless you're yeah. a super education nerd. It's something I hadn't really considered. I mean, growing up, the computer room was just some special room hidden away somewhere, usually attached to the mm-hmm. library where there'd be 20 or so computers, usually yeah. Apples, yeah. very basic machines. You know, you had blackboards and chalk mm. and a few textbooks here and there mm. and the library itself yeah i mean yeah you're right i mean why can't federal and state government step in and, and do some sort of deal um just roll out ipads across every school cost of i mean well the, you know the problem is they're like putting air conditioning in and they, other resources well, that's not in every school oh of course it's not you know? there's certain zonings in the state where it has to be put in but most I, I schools think fall the outside. challenge with that is if the government did it mm. they'd have to go to tender and apple wouldn't win right no, good yeah. point. now samsung do great tablets mm. but they actually this is the thing that apple convinced me of last week they have an amazing classroom system. Mm. So we, they made us go to these classes. It's all interconnected, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I hated it, I'll be honest. Yeah. Hated it because I had to sit there. You had to feel like a student but, again. Well, no, they made us do, like, create a, a video. And yeah. I'm like, dude, I don't do this stuff no. in front of people. Yeah, just yeah. no. So I just made the other people around me do it and mm. I just watched. But yeah. So fortunately, we didn't have an iPad each. But imagine you're sitting at a table and there's six iPads in front of you. They're all, like, you, can, you turn them on, there's nothing, it's locked. Mm-hmm. And the teacher goes, right, we're going to use clips. He presses a button. They had AirPay on the screen. Mm. He presses, you know, clips. Uh, lock mm. and to all and boom all the iPads came on mm. oh, no like way. a serious level of control that we don't have as parents let alone as individuals well, cool. and then you can't get out of the app it's locked that app mm. you can't get it so you've all that's got to do the thing awesome. and, but then they can have an open time where they go righty I want you to do whatever you know set them a task mm. and the teacher they're all doing different things the teacher can bring up a screen that shows what they're what application they're all in yeah. and they can mirror the screen to see what they're working on so if they're mm. surfing the web they can see that they're mucking around and say uh, Johnny stop it yeah. like it's a serious commitment to education cool. they have as well as they've got a, a they've got a curriculum for code and then they've got a curriculum for creativity which mm. is unbelievable but what we need is that to be in all schools. Mm, yeah. And what we need to do that is funding, mm. and we also need to have the argument about whether it's iPad or something else. So mm. it's a massive war. It's, it's a massive war in education, and you can see Apple trying to play that out now, and that was the whole purpose of the event. And it's super hard for a school to even tell the parents, go and buy an iPad and no other tablet, because yeah. they might say, well, sorry, I've already bought a Samsung Correct. one. Exactly. Why, why you should I? You can't have a monopoly, I guess. In it this becomes very you have to. You have yeah. to. Yeah. So t- right now you have to, you know, some schools will say it has to be Windows PC. Mm. Yeah. Because that's like the teacher needs to be able to know the I mean, mm. you know, control or delete is what you mm. know. Like you've got to have some level of support mm. and stuff. So yeah. it's a tough one. I don't know. Yeah, look, I worked at a school for, for two years as the uh, the IT guy. <laughs> and, and and it was fascinating because it was straight you out of school. working with children's tech. <laughs> I must have. I, I assume I I assume they did it. Would you still? What did I steal? Would you still pass <laughs> working with children? <laughs> no, of course I would, mate. I'm, I'm, I'm clean as a whistle. He's like okay, Alan from The Hangover. But no, I, I, I shouldn't be here. But I, I remember, you know, <laughs> setting up classrooms and, and trying to put in systems that managed computers yeah. in the way you're talking about. It was mm. really hard. Yeah. And and it was always that that challenge of how do I make sure that that student in the corner is yeah. turning his screen, yeah. he's telling me he's doing his work, and they couldn't see it. And we had we had put software in place so that you could it's start to do that. It's hard. Is an awesome. office with adults, let alone kids. <laughs> well, it is, yeah. You know, yeah, you're right. Call yeah. a tech, as we used to say. Yeah. Get a tech in here. Get the IT crowd on it. Anyway, details of the Apple mm. event in Chicago and also the beautiful Apple store in Chicago up at EFTM.com.
had a few issues this week. I've had an extended run where I'm looking after Henry. <laughs> extended run it's of parenting. just fallen that way due to Easter and the timing of my wife's shifts, and I've actually had a week off myself. You're struggling? Away from my normal gig. No, I'm enjoying it. Don't yeah. mind it at all. He's a good kid. River managed to do car swaps chronically. You helped me out last week. It took about five hours, but we got there, hot swapping car seats out and the like, did it again today. Packaging. It's causing what? it's causing me an issue. Uh, look, we, we buy a lot of frozen stuff that's packaged, a lot of stuff that's just in the fridge in general that's that's packaged that we're using to feed Henry. Mm. Mate, Mate, so, the greenies are going to Say be you on the open a pack of, you know, shaved salmon, which you, you'd never eat. No. Like, you know, Tasmanian salmon, which sure. you... Yeah, because well, we're giving Henry a bit of that for his Omega-3, right? Omega. He loves it. He he's eats not, better than I do. Is it smoked salmon or something? Smoked salmon. Beautiful. He loves it. It's really good. He actually likes it. He really does, yeah. Good on you starting it early. I'll mix it in with other, other things. And bit like of caviar rice here and, and there. Yeah, yeah. Like Greek, Greek yogurt. No, he doesn't eat chocolate yet. No. You can't Got offered that, a, right? We actually were offered an Easter egg today at the um, yeah. the swimming centre. I just said, no, he doesn't eat chocolate yet. So I had it. Um, every piece of packaging these days says at the corner, peel here to open. Right. Peel here to open, right? Yep. So there's supposed to be a little tab that's mm-hmm. not stuck to the other side of the plastic packaging. Yep. My, it happens with t- uh, cartons of yogurt. It happens with um, even those little poppers that you have to manually open you get angry. sometimes. Mate, it's frustrating, you particularly out. when you have to hold him. All right, you got to hold the child and I, open. I'm the saying that manufacturers ah. are just skipping that and putting the wording on there because it's. <laughs> <laughs> they are. I mean, look. Uh, uh, I'm going to name names. I need people, longer fingernails. The people that make the cheese and biscuits that you can buy at service stations. Mm. I bought a packet of cheese and biscuits at the yeah. at the railway station this morning. That's I thought, another good example. I thought, right. why, yeah. why buy? chocolate trev it's eight o'clock in the morning yeah bought one anyway but the cheese and biscuits right you've yeah. taken out of the, the cardboard mm. and then it's just a little uh, little package and you got to peel. mate impossible mm. what impossible to peel the corner off orange juice on a short haul virgin flight and i know we're great supporters of uh virgin because our in a bottle our or no little, when little it's cup. like in, when you're in a hospital and they give it to you in the little cup try opening that without it exploding all over really? you. juices right you open you know when you got the the cap and underneath the cap is a is a seal yeah, that's the seal, worst yeah. well it's all well and good it's got one of those hands it it, but when it's got one, when it's just stuck on and you've got those little things, you've got to use your teeth. I mean, yeah, who's yeah. opening those things? You've got to use your teeth. Yeah, that's true. I use my car key for a lot of things. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. Well, mate, it's what it yeah, is. Yeah, but car keys today are not, like, serrated anymore. That's yeah, the you've problem. You've got to have out. your house keys on there to get some or a house serration key, yeah. going on. And very few car keys these days actually have a key attached to it. They're just you've fobs. Got the va- you've got the valet key, though. Oh, I guess there is the yeah, valet you key just pull from it out. time you to time. snob. No, because you're never using that for your own car. It's funny you mentioned that. I went to Toyota during the week to replace the Camry Hybrid, which my wife drives the, the battery in the remote after about a year of me not replacing it. Mm. But you can still start the car by using it. I don't know how this works. And Trevor, you're an educated man. So to open the Camry, we take out the valet key to yeah. open the door because obviously there's no battery power to go beep, beep. Mm. And then you hold the actual key up against the push button start and it recognises the key that way and starts once you put your foot on the brake. Right, it's Without like the a, battery. Because it's like an NFC, I reckon. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the same still, as what's in your credit card. it must card. have some sort of power to your, your send out a frequency. Oh, really? It's like a chip. Power. So it's yeah. the opposite. What happens is the power is in the button yeah. and, mm. it, and the power goes out looking for a signal, yeah. like looking for an, an, an answer. In the same way that a tap and go card has no battery in it, that'll last for decades. Yeah. But the the machine that you're paying on sends out a wave and goes, "Oh, I saw the thing." Basically, True. anyway, that's something else I did during the week. Kicked a few yeah, goals right. and just struggled. Ticked a box that you had struggled that to open stuff that had been sitting but there for a whole year. Honestly, I don't, it's a I don't problem. Have the, it's widespread. It's I don't widespread. Know about this packaging thing. At home, I'm, I wield a knife as 
as if anything puts up a fight, the knife goes to it, and yeah. you, just, you just cut whatever packaging it yeah, is. But that's the problem, right? You're not you're not meant to. It should be openable. Mm. Yeah, but I, I don't. If it I says don't. it is, and, and let me name. I'm going to name names. Yeah, go on. Audi are the main offenders. Uh, All right, cheap. I need to try the major go, supermarket. Go to Woolies. Yeah, yeah, go to Woolies. I think some of the generic brands at Audi are just cutting corners, literally. And I've they're, they're, forcing you know, me to cut doing? corners. They're cutting the corner off the they are. Lift off. They are. <laughs> <laughs> Devious little Germans. <laughs> they are good though. They're a bit cheap. Yeah, a bit cheap. Yeah, but that's the problem. They sell yeah. veggie, Mike. It's good. Is it real? Yeah, but it's real veggie. It's real. Oh, it's yeah, the real they, they, sell, they do actually sell a few. Like, bite, do you yeah. know what I reckon? Behind the scenes, they realised people weren't going there enough because they, some of the staples, right? Yeah. Like wheat bix. Mm. I don't know. There's a few things that yeah. they've started stocking. Yeah. Okay. Because you know what? I'm not in that other rubbish. I'm yeah. Just not. But half the stuff's made here in Australia anyway. Oh, so no, no, you'd like to know who's making it. But that's the problem with our packaging laws, yeah. right? Mm. How is it possible? Like, it's the same with the no name Coles and Woolies stuff. Mm. Yeah. It says, you know, manufactured in this, or no, Woolworths Australia. It's like, hang on, where was it friggin' manufactured? Because I want to know if it's the same brand as that one over there, bring it yeah. on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. If they're just putting a teaspoon yeah. less sugar in it to if, save money or if something, these oh, are literally I'm up with Jats that. biscuits. Well, I'm going to buy them, yeah. If they're made by Jats, tell me they're made by Jats. They must change the formula slightly, obviously. Got it. Right? Yeah, yeah. They, they take one thing out, and it's yeah. the thing that no one cares about because yeah. it's cheaper. Yeah, but anyway, look, had a big week just walking around the house, struggling to open things, buying a car. But cost me twenty five bucks that battery, by the way. Didn't they get me Toyota thirty five? Mate, we've lo- twenty five. That's try, nothing. You try replacing the oh key. the keys like three hundred. Yeah, or something. yeah, I know. Yeah, we've, yeah, we, don't, we, we don't have a uh, remote st- remote door thing for the no, Mazda. Haven't no had point for decades. One. Oh, yeah. right. It's just not nah, three hundred bucks something. I actually inquired no, about updating the uh, satellite navigation system on it because it runs off a CD, yeah. like a CD ROM. ROM. Already quoted four hundred and fifty for the good. latest because our whole suburb isn't on the two thousand and ten CD. That'd be right. Like yeah. our streets not on it for the old Camry hybrid. Mm. Anyway, I've had no other issues. It's been a good car. Probably one of the best cars made in the country ever. Yeah, That's a massive call. Mate, it is. Ask some senior journalists. They agree. Wow. I hang out I'm, with a few I'm glad a young journalist, a novice <laughs> yeah. journalist. I, I, I wouldn't even call myself a journalist. I'm just a man. Yeah, I was pulled up on that the other day. Really? Did yeah. you call yourself a journalist? No, I didn't. Well, hang on. I didn't get, mate, they, they reckon you need to get in. There was, there was, there was a table of yeah. journalists and me, mm. and someone came up and was like, oh, you guys are such journalists, you know, yeah. tapping away on your phones or whatever, yeah, not, yeah. not being social. Yeah. And, uh, that, and then they all looked at me and went, but he's not. Mm. What? And I was like, yeah, I know. Yeah. Where was what? this? Yeah. At uh, Melbourne. Yeah, I've had that happen. I would have said, "Yeah, I agree," but you're all pricks for saying that. No, I, get, I just said I'm not, and it doesn't offend me at all. I'm, I get I'm, the, not, uh, I'm not a chef either, so yeah. it doesn't bother me. <laughs> exactly. Okay, what else yeah, do no. you want me to not be? I'm I not proudly a, say I'm not a journalist. Yeah, yeah, I'm I get the, I wouldn't um, want to be one because I look at them and I say, "Yeah, you're right, I'm not," but I'm still here yeah. and I'm eating the same meal you eat, yeah. Yeah. and I didn't have to go to uni, and I'm here, and frankly, better than you. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not being paid for this, unlike you. I always say journalism doesn't pay well either, and I always get, "Oh, you're one of the lifestyle guys, are you?" And I go, "Yeah, I am, I guess." Yeah, I reviewed a vacuum last week. This week, I'm reviewing a car. So I'm a lifestyle dude. That's fine. Yeah. I'm happy with it. Good luck with your boring life, journalist. <laughs> Wouldn't go that far. I would. It's about networking. <laughs> I don't do it. As long as we're never influencers, I don't want to be an influencer. I was, I was actually put on an influencer list once in, mm-hmm. a, in a group. Yeah. Um, and I just rang the company and said, "Listen, take me off. I'm out." <laughs> I, was, okay? I, I, I just thought this was the way you were now going to handle us all, yeah. journalists and mm-hmm. everyone. I just thought it's fine, whatever. It's a list, and I don't care if you bring a few Instagram models in, whatever. Yeah. Don't care. But in the end, I realised, nah, this is some other weird thing they're trying to do. Some. I just went, nah, I'm out, mate. If you think I'm an influencer, I, I would hope to. 
think mm. that through our channels mm. we influence people in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, someone you know, said Bowen? they're going to buy a Dyson after a review. There you so go. I've but I, someone I think we're Victoria. more than that. I think we're more than an influencer. Well, just, just commentators. That's all I'm saying is yeah. I think within the, the role that we play, we influence people, mm. right? Mm. So that's why I'm okay to be in that category. Mm, if, it's, if it gets me into a room, fine. Yeah. But do not pigeonhole me into that space. No, because I have a brain. And I feel like influencers mm. are more about looks. And, hey, I'm oh, wearing yeah. this shirt. Mm. It looks good on me. So you go buy this shirt. Mm. I'm, I'm a, I've got a personality too, guys. Mm. You know, I've got when's a brain, mate. When's that going to be forthcoming? You know? <laughs> just, because I'm, just because I've got a beautiful oh, beard. Episode 21. It hasn't emerged yet. Anyway, we do it all thanks to the good people at Hisense. And if you're looking to win a trip to Russia... To to see the World Cup. I've entered. And sport got it. Then you need to have bought a Hisense TV. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. They're also running a, um, a separate... Oh, no, that is to win a TV, not to win okay. a trip. But you should, people should do that too, actually. You can Just win a TV. Tell you what, leave the commercial stuff. Oh, I don't know what's to happening. To me. What's okay. happening? Do the promo thing. Go to the website, EFTM.com. If you own a Hisense TV, jump on the website, EFTM.com, look for the Hisense logo, and you can click register your interest, register your product, and you will be in the draw to win... Two tickets to the FIFA World Cup in Russia. High sent to the official TV of the uh, 2018 FIFA World Cup. And wouldn't you love to be there? Yes. They make some good fridges too, don't they? Mate, they, they do. They make uh, they make wine uh, mm. fridge things, they bar do. fridges. Yes. Yeah, I want to test good. one. That, it was on my list. I got the fridge, by the way, from LG, and I paid for it, incidentally. Yeah. I did pay for it. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Trev. How, I, I don't know about you, Jeff. How <laughs> have we existed all this time without ice and water coming Mate, out of a fridge? I love the ice. Our, yeah. I won't lie. Our is broken, oh. um, but oh. we're getting that. We get the you whole... sure it's not blocked? Because if it's not in crush nah. mode and it's in block mode, mate, oh, we, we can take the ice mode? out. It's beautifully making ice, it's just right. not dispensing it. You know oh. what? Mm. Does it scare you occasionally when the ice starts dropping yes. into the container? Here's a first world problem for you. Yeah. We were recording a TV segment today yeah. here in my house. I haven't seen the cat for a week. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> he's just like. What's that? Oh God, what's that? We're trying to, you know, you're trying to keep quiet, and we go, yeah. okay, so, so this and then you hear this, bloop, 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 bloop. Yeah. and you're like, oh, sorry, just wait a minute, because it's going to make another bit, in, and then it drops yeah. another bit. Yeah. Yeah, I'd never really given ice makers any thought, so now I know how they yeah. operate. It's just an ice tray that eventually tilts over and drops into a, oh, a no. container. That's all it is. Well, that's I, how mine operates. I always assume there was a big frozen block, and then in <laughs> there is some metal, which grinds it and makes the cubes... When you no. there, is, there is a grinder. There no, is a grinder. So, well, I think you'll find it's not a grinder. Nope. I think, oh, really? no, obviously in the door there's a grinder that will grind it yeah. to come out. But mm. essentially, I'm not... It says to put your hand in there because it's you, amputated. But, but I'll yeah. pull, we have to pull ours out to get the ice out at the moment, put it in a bucket. But essentially, right. there's there's what looks like a grinder, which which is just a, one of those like double helix kind of we, things that pushes the ice out, so it dispenses the ice. Mm. But in the back, there's simply... In ours, and I've seen other Samsungs, there's simply a, a mechanism where it's basically, you know, let's say it makes three or four, it's just fr once they're frozen after a certain mm. amount of time, it just kind of just pushes them out, and that's what, that's the dropping that you hear. So right. it's not making you know wow. fifty of them at a time. Only makes like oh three yeah, or I know that. Yeah, it took twenty four hours to start producing ice. Yeah. I get so scared. But what are you you're taking the bucket out, and where are you putting the ice? Just in another bucket in the freezer. You must oh. want a lot of ice. Yeah, mate. My kids just chew on it because ours really? has a sensor, obviously, so it'll only go to a certain level. Yeah, no. It's yeah. a lot of ice. I don't yeah. use ice often. Yeah, but so you can't just, it. mate. It's very like the, it's hard to get the bloody the bucket mm. out, let alone you know then dispense mm. the ice when it's broken. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. okay. So yeah. we just put it into a freezer so the kids because my kids love T the ice. Tell you what, genius move on my behalf. Um, uh, when I piped it into, I've already got the plumbing. Oh yeah. And it didn't have the right size connection for the connection the tap I have at home. So I've yep. gone down to one of the plumbing supply stores at McGrath's Hill where I live and got the right correction uh, oh, connection. I forgot about the the plumber's tape. Oh, yeah. Have you ever used plumbers? Love that stuff. So, Put it on anything. What did oh, you I use? looked at this thing. Why did you stop? What did you use? I just screwed it on. 
just screwed uh-huh. it on, right? Okay, and it's quite high pressure that comes mm-hmm. out of this tap. So, look, I'm smart. I've got a water uh, water leak detector that was under our sink that detects water leaks. I thought, you know what? This is behind the fridge that weighs about a stop. ton. Go back. I'm gonna... Stop, 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 stop. Can stop, we what? rewind the tape? A water leak detector? Yeah, water leak. So it looks like a fire alarm, but on the base of it, it's got little metal prongs which detect water somehow. It's remarkable. I've never, I've Our house never... came with it. It just was there. What is wow. it? Is it a loose unit? Like you just put yeah, it wherever you, you want? It, well, I moved it. Is it a I loose unit? Is... No, it's not you, Jeff. You know what? <laughs> I'm going to put this behind the fridge because I don't know about this because I installed it myself. Right. I just don't know. So about... Four hours later, my wife started going, what's that beeping noise? And we're going, what's the, oh, the MBM battery again? Like, what is it? We're trying yeah, yeah, to track yeah. down. The oven's not on. It's not the microwave. The fridge door's not on. And I went, it's the water leak detector. There was a slow leak coming out of my little connection. Mm. So I went down and got the plumber's tape. It's fixed. hasn't oh, beeped since. Yeah. You idiot. But it's not Wi-Fi. I'd like to get remote I was just going to say, yeah, you need I'm paranoid. But I'm sure the good fridge that I bought off LG will perform at its best well into the future. You're listening to EFTM. Yeah. Now, listen, <laughs> I just some of those stings, Trev, seriously. They're just a bit too techno. I did a race track day at the Winton Motor Raceway, which I told you about. How on earth they get 20 supercars around that track, I'll never know. It reminds mm. me of the old Oran Park, Amaru. It's very oh, yeah, old yeah. school, in the middle of nowhere. And all of a sudden, I'm just... I think it was Amaru. Oh, yeah, one of the great days. Not far from here. I drive past it on the way here. Mm. It's all the housing estate now. I, I, I'm just, all of a sudden, I'm thinking, you know what? I rate myself as a driver. And I know you think you're a good driver, and I've seen you on, on go-karts. Not sure about you, Jeff. I'm good, yeah. I've seen you in Las Vegas at that track, and you're a bit slow. Well, uh, anyway, go on. Go I, on. I just think that we should invest on, in something crap, like just something basic, something that costs us maybe two or three grand. Happy, I don't know if you're happy to tip in there, Jeff. Well, I'm, I'm listening. Trevor's I'm... almost fallen off his seat. And we could just enter, race to go to Eastern Creek. You know, right. what's the license called? Let's get a CAMS license. Hang on. <laughs> you're suggesting we buy a car. Yeah, that we race. <clears throat> And, I, and we have a bit of a fun to replace tyres. Can I digress? Another, what? Before we, well, another perishables you, like brake pads. You've made me realise that I have, we haven't made the announcement that I have. I've been meaning to make for some time. Oh yes, um, I don't know anything about this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I'm not against the idea that you're proposing. Mm. Let me say this for a start. Mm. And I say Come this. <laughs> I say this because I can formally announce here, and I'll announce it on our social media pages very, very soon. Instantly, yeah. um, that uh, that EFTM is officially sponsoring a uh, Formula V race car. <laughs> Look at that! It's unbelievable. In Victoria, this has um, been in the works for a while, Jeff. Oh, that is unreal. That's what happens when you're not here for a week. <laughs> Money goes elsewhere. <laughs> I've genuinely sponsored a Formula V car, and yeah. this is the best thing about it. And let me just be very clear, people. Don't bloody email me, okay? Because yeah. it's not going to happen. Mm. But this bloke, <clears throat> seriously, Brian Victor is his name. Yeah. This is how it goes. Mm. And we'll yep. get back to the tractor, I promise. Mm. But you're, you've reminded me. I mm. think this is better than that. It probably is. Hi, yeah. Trevor. Enjoy your spot with Tony on 3AW. So this bloke mm. is a night out because that's the 5 a.m. in the morning spot. Right, right. live? Yeah, yeah uh, no. <clears throat> Don't spoil it for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm enjoying Bathurst Some too. Some radio's not live. But I'd like your opinion on oh, this. So we, we had a conversation about virtual reality science, right? Yeah. Some mm. months ago in oh. October. So we've, we've had a bit of banter. Yeah. Anyway, so then a little while back on the 14th of March, he says, Hi, Trev. I know you're a fan of motorsport. I race Formula V. Mm. I'd be keen to run an EFTM decal on my car if possible. Can you give my page a like? I've gone, yeah, I've liked. Very keen. Uh, and then he sent me a photo of the car. And, mate, it's a proper race car. Yeah. Like, right. he's, out, he's out on the racetrack. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. So it's a race car. Yeah. Right. And it's got this What's big... What's his form like? Oh, mate, I don't know. I've not investigated. 
Right, okay. it's got this big BCR logo on the side, which is just him, Brian, yeah. well, something, Bree Court Racing or something, right? Okay. And so I've looked at the front of the car, and he's got these little stickers on there from people. I've gone, mate, I don't want to break it to you. I don't do little stickers. Right. I've said, I want the side. And what, um, I mean, there's so a I've lot, said, I have a lot of questions. But I've said, how much does it cost, cost you? Oh, he's also, by the way, got a super professional trailer. Like it's a ho- it's a motorhome basically. Yeah, this is like a like Look at a, this. It's like a go kart. Like it's a proper on steroids. Proper trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've said, mate, what's it cost to to mm. run this car? Now the car I think cost you know, twenty grand or something, right? Mm. To buy a brand new one. Mm. But apparently it's only like a few hundred bucks to enter, uh, plus fuel mm. and a set of tires. Because I'm thinking I'll I'll give him I'll give him tires for the weekend. Mm. Seven hundred and fifty right. for a season. I've said, what? mate. I'll chip in for the tyres plus the cost of the decal. I want the side of the car, yeah. right? So we're in EFTM.com down the side of the race car. Fair dinkum. That's it. We're the EFTM race team, boys. So where do they... Let's fly to Phillip Island and watch him. Well, Can I get was going to say, where does he race? I don't know. He hasn't told. It's written somewhere. It's, well, it's... It'd be good to know. Yeah, I don't think there's corporate facilities for Formula V. We can pitch our own tent. BYO um, barbecue. But how good is it, boys? We are sponsored. So for that reason... I'm saying we're going to go all in. The other thing I did... Well, hang on, what, what does all in mean? We're getting a track day car. We're <laughs> getting a track day what car. What is going on? Flipsy... And just body wrap it. We'll be out of with his mind. With our faces. Oh, and Flipsy will be involved because he's be our mate on the Central Coast. Out of his mind. He'll, he'll manage the team and the car for us because mm. he's actually got skills. Yeah. Question. <clears throat> yep. uh, can we get an automatic one? No, mate, it's no, got to no, be manual. No, 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 manual. So, just right. learn. It's not hard. What I want to. So, do you know what else I did? <laughs> okay. Bef- this, this, sadly, this story doesn't end well. Mm. Okay? Which story? The story I'm about to tell. Okay. So, after I've signed this amazing deal, when I say signed, I mean, I emailed a bloke. Yeah. <laughs> this Formula V deal. I've emailed the Force India Formula One team. What is going on? <laughs> no, hang on. What is oh, wrong? See this bloke. Where is money coming from? <laughs> <laughs> There's been a win somewhere, a win for Last year, I remember being at the Grand Prix, and on the front, like the wing of either the Williams or the Force India was a Chemist Warehouse logo. And I thought, how's Chemist Warehouse getting involved in this game, right? So I've thought, I've just said to them, and it's very disappointing they didn't reply. Oh, uh, they didn't. Mr. Malazzi or whatever your bloody name is. VJ. VJ. He's got some other issues, as we know. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, he's not allowed back in his home country. (laughs) Poor bugger. Um, Extradition treaty. Um, Mm. No, so I've just thought, you know, what would it cost? And I said, listen, I don't want corporate hospitality. I don't want anything. I just want to put right. my logo somewhere in your car. Mm. And I said, I'll, 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 obviously, I want to know what it's worth, but I don't have a lot of money. So if they said $10,000, I would have said no. Okay. But <clears throat> if they said like a couple of thousand, I would have absolutely done it. For a, a one race. One race, just to see whether A, it got on TV, B, whether anyone clicked and, and or emailed and, you know, to see mm. what was happening, right? Because sure. I thought, good example, right? Mm. Then they could go to other races and just go, here's an extra few grand. We'll just yeah. start getting a little sponsorships from yeah, people. Exactly, yeah. Anyway, so I'm all in on it. I always thought that too. I remember when Braun came into Melbourne, white mm. car. Nothing yep. on it. And you're thinking... Put some stickers on the side, Walk folks. around, go, go to the corporate box and yeah. go, anyone want to put a sticker on my car? Yeah. And just collect money. Oh, I know. I mean, how hard is it? Why so would you leave a blank space? How much are you willing to spend, Barn, on a track day car? Mm, between... Have you spoken to your wife about this? No. Okay. Between three and five grand, I think. You're in for three or five? Yeah. Let's get an old WRX, something with all-wheel drive. Christ. An Evo. Okay. Wow. Something like are that. You, do you want to compete or do you want to just fang it? I want to compete. Okay. Why want to not? compete, so we need helmets, 100%. gloves, race suit. Yeah, so I think I think we need a budget of <clears throat> I think we need a budget of ten grand. Yeah. Which includes suits, yep. which you and I could probably share. Yeah. Um oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. It's probably true. I, 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 yeah. I forget sometimes, but it's true. You and Flipsy could probably share. Yeah, yeah. Look, I'm out. What? 
<laughs> What's a manual out. for starters? It's too hard. This is, this is a too hard basket thing. For really? Me. Yeah, mate, it's too hard. Does I've, it have I've got, to be every week? Look, I've got I've got friends who, who have a track car. and um, I can tell you right now, it won't be every week. I'm I mean, telling you, no, no, it's definitely going to be every week. It, it's, it's, a, it's a sinkhole. What about go-karts? It's a sinkhole, It's mate. a sinkhole of go-karts. cash, mate. Go-karts is a lot of fun too, as long as you yeah, can take it on the truck. Well. Or some of those are pretty high price. You need a trailer for those yeah, things. Exactly. Same thing for the car. You can't yeah. drive it. No, we can always arrange a car. Yeah, no, 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 no. Hmm. You get a car no, that's road legal. Like the old days. Yeah. All right. Good luck. You got it, mate. Yeah. And trust me. Well, Flipsy, I don't know what it is now. Rallycross or motor yeah, carners. Yeah, yeah. Motor carners. Mm. Flipsy's a big fan of the motor car. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we don't want roll cages and things like that. You're bush bashing, right? Exactly. So, is it more fun to do a motor carner style, you know, time trial style, where you're not actually likely to hit someone? Yeah. I don't want to die or get injured. I'm like, let's just keep it simple. Okay, so yeah, we're right. not doing like Targa, Peter Brock races? Oh, no, no, definitely not. No, okay. definitely not. That um, What's that thing called, that charity event where they... Variety bushbash? The, yeah, the no, mate, we're not doing that. No, it's boring. Well, that's, that's like when we drove the uh, Tesla from Brisbane to Adelaide. It's too long. It's boring. No yeah, good. I couldn't spend that long in the car. And you, yeah, you no. have to share the driving. No. All right. Yep. Yeah, look, I, honestly, I think it's just a massive... It, it's whatever it is up front, plus, plus, plus. Well, let's start with Formula V and our sponsorship. See where that take us, takes us. No, it's no, the I'm cheapest prepared. form no. of open-wheel driving in the country, Formula well, V. Well, do you know what? I, I did look at it and go, mate, let's get one of those. Or Because <laughs> I would have loved it. Listen. Well, I think that's newbies. I yeah. think, you know, you could probably buy, yeah. like, an old, old one. That you, but, see, the problem with that is that needs a trailer. That needs a track. Well, let, Proper track. this car's basically Mate, ours now. We'll just take say, his. Trevor, seriously, why? 750 for your, 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 next, your next email to the bloke is, I'm coming to your next race. <laughs> okay, I, I want I want to have a go. <laughs> Mate, you, you own half the car. Exactly. <laughs> thing I own half the well, car. Well, you've, you've, you've chipped in your names on the side of it. Yeah. Sorry, mate, I'm coming down. I just want to go for a spin. <laughs> just just a couple of laps. It. He'd love it. If okay. He, if he, you know. Just, just roll it 14 times. Here's what we're doing. We're, we're going to... Flipsy, yeah. our man, yeah. who's my best mate from high school, mm. um, comes with us to CES. Yeah. Top bloke, yeah. massive lefty, but we we forgive him for That's that. That's all right. He's entitled to be wrong, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Isn't he? Someone has to listen to the ABC. Yeah. Um. He he knows this stuff. Like yeah. he buys. He's had oh, more mate. cars in his life. Let him pick it. Than than I've had sleeps yeah. in the last two weeks. He's right. It's just crazy. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um. I say we give him a budget. Yep. And he'll chip in, by the way. So yeah. this bloke can. <laughs> like yeah, right? yeah. So he's in. Yeah. I, I think if we could get to maybe six for the car, then yeah. I think if we have no more than six in the car, mm. then we can we can we can use the rest of the money for well, a vinyl wrapping a car, very yeah. expensive. So to make it look good, because that's what I want. I want a car that looks awesome. Yeah. Think about the accolades. There's winnings involved, prize winnings. We could start turning a bit of a profit. I, Are you I, kidding? Yeah. I, I've I've, I've <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it work out for some people. I, yeah, I, I really have. I've, I'll introduce you to them. Help you guys get um, educated. Like I don't boats, want to be money can I be very clear? I don't want to be introduced to any of your friends. <laughs> Great people. Um, I, I honestly, I think I've made it very clear. There are, pros, in yeah, there are put, pros and cons. Some of your mates put the McDonald's trays under the back wheels, don't they? And go sliding oh, around car I, parks. I may, I may have done that when I was seventeen. I've done that. Yeah. Mate, you put McDonald's trays under the rear wheels, and you put the handbrake up, and, and the then front wheel drive car is a good time. And it just obviously slides out. Like yeah. it's on ice. Great. Have fun. you ever done that? Oh, no. I haven't done it for a long time. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. we're talking mid the late nineties. You're insane. The lot of you. That's fine. Right, yeah, it's it's happening. We're getting a car only because I want EFTM all over it. Yeah, and exactly. I, I just want one guy bush bashing. I don't okay. care. Are we right. looking for sponsors? Mate, we are the sponsor, you gibber. Well, wouldn't it be nice to get if you want to get people to fund the tires and things like that. Mm. 
I mean, I think you might be batting above your grade here, mate. No, nope. look, if you're listening and you want to throw some cash at us <laughs> this for this bloke track wants day like thing, a corporate box with hospitality. Because I mean, I'm I'm happy to do that side of it. Yeah, I know. He could just be our Suits influencer. Me. You're a gibber. We can get some influencers there. That'd be good. Anyway, mm-hmm. all right, we're getting a race car. That's it. Yeah, we do it thanks to the good people at Alcatel. Some great smartphones coming this year from Alcatel. The Alcatel 5, 3, and 1 series, nothing more than $299. $299, $199, $99. They're going to have phones at all price ranges. There's still a bunch of great phones available now. Uh, you find Alcatel phones at, uh, at Optus and at Vodafone, the A- A3XL, still a 6-inch smartphone available at Vodafone. Top quality stuff running Android, an operating system you know, great first phone for the kids, great first smartphone for anyone. Uh, check them out at Alcatel. Just search for Alcatel Mobile Australia. Right, so I'm wearing a new watch this week you from the good off. people at Adina. Now, they are a Queensland-based watchmaking company, mm. um, proudly Australian-owned. They handcraft every single watch that they make. I'm going to do a bit of a Q&A with the management up there and find out some more about the watch, which they've kindly sent me. And, of course, I'll provide a review on EFTM.com. But, look, I've got to say, I've been wearing a Fitbit Ionic for a little while since yeah. you secured one for our Fitbit Challenge, which obviously went real well. Yeah. We're all heaps, apart from you. I have I've dropped a ton. So I've had a... a hmm. uh, since since January, eight kilos. Really? Yep. Down to 20% body fat, boys. Yeah, I don't know about that. Seriously, if I, if I flex, I rip the shirt. I'm not kidding. It's, I'm out of control. Anyway, I had a smartwatch and you wear an Apple Watch. What do you wear, Jeff? What's on your wrist? <laughs> this is a watch that I tested a number of, uh, <laughs> maybe about 12 months ago. Watches. It's from Vincero. It was one of those Facebook mm. you know, ads that you see. Yeah, yeah. 150 bucks, yeah. and I think it's gorgeous. Yeah, right, okay. It still works. So I've had a smartwatch. I've been tapping and going and paying for things. I'm getting yeah. notifications. It's buzzing. It's telling me stuff. I've got my heart rate. I've got all sorts of information at hand, which I've become very accustomed to. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, Target going back to an analog watch is very it? very hard very very really hard see i, I, I uh, i've got an analog watch yeah. and i don't i honestly don't miss much if anything i you know no. i arrived in chicago mm. should have seen the faces of the people at apple mm. what's that oh, oh really i've gone it's a tag yeah. mm. they've gone where's your apple watch i said this is a tag <laughs> yeah. they've gone what does it do i said it tells the time what does it do? i love that That's and then they're, then they're spending all their time in phoenix there they're all talking about what they're watching mm. i'm like i only ever use it to tell the time Same. and to pay apple pay that's the only other mm. thing i use the mm. apple watch for well now okay. yeah well you're right a quick quick glance at my new watch i get the date and the time that's, that's about all it. i need it doesn't have a light either I am suffering, and some amputees suffer this, and I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be crude, but they do suffer from phantom feelings. They can still feel their hands or their uh-huh. fingers, even though they don't have. I'm suffering from the odd. I feel like my wrist is vibrating, We're but it's a not. On this. I'm so used to vibrating, you know, vibrations happening on my wrist. Yes, that I'm really missing. I, I understand that, but. It's good to go back to the classical look. How often do yeah. you have to charge this this watch you've got now? Well, it's because of battery. So oh, you haven't no had to charge it. Isn't that convenient? Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's a huge I, benefit. I was going to say that. That's why I hate smartwatches. This is a traditional hate, watch. You hate I, them. I, I, I hate them. Well, particularly Apple's. I mean, they, no, they're no, gone no. a day or so. Well, I mean, how many, no. do, how many do we test, Trev, from, you know, Samsung, Apple, Huawei, whatever? I mean, they, they, they're great. They mm. do some good things. But honestly, when it once it says charge, I'm like, no, nah, you know what? I'm so done with this sort of stuff. I'm... 
I, it's enough to worry about my phone, let alone a, a watch on top of it. it, it that's, that's why I steer away from them the most. Yeah, well, that's good. Um, look, this is just great. I mean, this has got okay. hand... It's hand-finished in Australian steel with sapphire crystal. So there's a bit of BHP I'm tipping in this watch. What does it sell for? Um, this one's just shy of 400. It's part of their in, amphibian range. So it's good if I want to go diving for 200 metres, which no one ever does. Mm. Uh, who goes that deep unless you're James Cameron looking for the Titanic? I'm I'm back to the classical look. All right, and you know it what? was hard for the I first few days. It was real hard. I think you're about to get. Yeah, hooked. Yeah, I got yeah. hooked on watches when a Casio started sending me stuff. Right, yep. you know, right. G Shocks and Edifices, <laughs> because you don't you own a watch yeah. and you go yeah whatever. But then you start to see different watches. Yeah. You go, oh, I like. I thought oh, this is better and this is different. Yeah, and for, outfits too. For right? a bloke, mm. and, and okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually put Jeff in the fashionable category. Mm. I'm gonna is that why I'm testing the new watch? No, shut up. Mm. Um, for for Who's a that? normal bloke who couldn't give a rat's about uh, overall appearances, it was nice to be able to go. Oh, I'm gonna wear that watch now, mm. this one or whatever, right? And yeah. you get more comments, don't you? Well, you do. People yeah. notice. You, people notice a watch, right? But mm. what was amazing to me when the Apple Watch was first announced? We're talking about four sixty five hundred dollars. But oh my god, it's expensive. I don't want to break it to you. No. That's a cheap watch. Mm. Like that watch you're wearing, mm. four hundred bucks, mm. cheap. No, absolutely. Yeah. Right? But it's a beautiful watch. Yeah. It's very well designed. It's got a classic look about it with mm. a bit of bit of flair in the, in the orange band. Agreed. Mm. I've seen other watches on their website. They're a thousand bucks and they look great. Yeah. Um, people want a bit of flair in their life. Mm. They want a mm. bit of option, a bit of choice. I'm not, I'm, I've been wearing this watch for two weeks. I know because I bought it two weeks ago, but it will soon become uh, you know part of the cycle of watches mm. that I wear. Mm. Yes, because it's nice just to go. Oh, I'm going to wear that one. I'm mm. going to wear this one. I agree. I, I just think people in the, in the tech world yeah. have no idea what watches cost. No, they have no idea. Yeah. They don't. And 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 just to go back to the fashion piece as well. I was wearing a brown belt the other day, and you know that this this watch has <laughs> oh, a black stop. leather band, and it was pointed out to me. Mm. Pointed out. You know, you got the wrong watch for that. That outfit, and I said, "Yeah, you're right." Who I, said I, that? The missus. Can I? Oh, well, can that's I, okay. Then, can I ask you spit. a question? Yeah, mate, go ahead. Is it okay to wear a black suit? Yeah. With brown shoes and a brown belt. It's totally okay. Well, yeah. okay. Oh, let's just go back a step. It's good to match the shoes with the belt. Right. However, brown shoes and a black suit. Mm. If you're about eighty. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, no. would, I wouldn't do it. That's a no. I wouldn't do it. But it does the the, the belt to shoe combination. Mm. Very smart thing sure. to do. Sure. But, and that's why you have reversible belts, like the black and yeah, browns. Yeah, I've got one. Um, but I would probably never wear brown shoes with a black suit. With navy, sure. Yeah, okay. But I wouldn't pair it with black. Black goes with black. Better get some new Clarks then, eh? Wouldn't no. wear a pair of Clarks with, with a black suit. <laughs> Remember Dr. Martin? Julius Marlowe's, mate. Get a, get a pair of Marlowe's. Julius Marlowe, what is it? Bucks Sal, David Jones, who do they sponsor? Julius Marlowe. Like, Tony Gregg. Tony Gregg, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Sal of the Century. I think that oh, bloke yeah. used to be dressed for him. Hmm. What was his name? Glenn Rich. No, the bloke Tony Barber. Tony Barber. Yeah. Yeah, he was uh, that brand. Good right. people. Anyway, what's Fair your enough. sure choice? Uh, it varies. No, it gives a rats. Oh, mate, I've only got... <laughs> How many I, pairs of shoes you got? A lot, actually. Yeah, Are you a Melda Marcos? Elder, oh. Am I who? <laughs> See, I knew, I knew as soon as you oh, said go. that. Here is, we go. is this a person's who, name or a shoe like brand? about a billion shoes. Okay, I'm not, yeah. I'm not her. No. I, I, but well, for, this, for a dude, I probably stop, have more. Okay. Turn him off. To this point, we need to wrap up the show. Is it? It's been yeah. wonderful having everyone's company here on the EFTM podcast. Thanks to Alcatel, Trend Micro and Hisense. But, boys, I can't, I can't put up with it anymore. I can't put up with it. All right, well, that's it. Um... Trev, just a quick one before you go. A little quick tidbit. I know you're on the uh, waiting list for a Tesla Model X. Bad news, one crashed overseas and someone died. (laughs) 
people die every day in car accidents. Thank it's you. not that big a deal. A bloke was clearly speeding, had some accident. Mm. People die in car accidents. Fire it's issues, tragic. the batteries yes. catch on fire. I don't know. Anyway. Sound, sound like a public service Just announcement. Just wanted to let you know. Are we wrapping the show? Are we going to do that story? Nah, no, we're not doing that story, right. Great. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. We've been going for an hour and 13 minutes. When I wrap the show, it's the end. Mm. Do you want to wrap it? I already did that. Are we Yo, when we come to the end of the show, <laughs> the bow and the... Mo. The, the uh, mo. It's a beard. No, what the go is. So See you, we everyone. Go. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>